Hey Sherwin, how do you feel about your wrestling show? I hate. What, you hate us? I mean, but I thought I thought you liked us. I thought you thought Chris was. What, what do you think of, of Zach? Oh. I mean, he's on he's on our show. Zach Hilton, former wrestler and media entertainer all around. Uh, he's, we also have Mister Wonderful. And look at Chris doing <laughs> And then, of course, as always, Justin and myself. Can I have a day off? I don't even get that. We we don't get days off. We do this show all the time for you folks. We get... I mean, don't cry. Don't cry because not only do we do an episode every Monday, we also have bonus episodes coming to you every Friday. Oh, woe is me. No, no, woe is me. They're easy to find at secretpodcasters.com, Secret League of Podcasters. Oh, what a loser. Come on, man. Are you saying you're not getting excited for your wrestling show right now? I'm the best. And if that's not enough, secretpodcasters.com, you can also find the Mr. Wonderful Show, Zach's Movie Show, Matt and Nate Have Issues, and again, our bonus episodes on Fridays. How does that make you feel? I hate Oh, come on. Sherwin, are we going to win you over? Digital media icon Zach Hilton and his co-host, Mr. Podcast. That's right. Welcome to the show. Once again, we are Brookless. Yes. Dude's not out. Oh, yeah. That's right. Anything can happen, especially tonight, because we have a guest, a man of many shades of hats, a man who's a director, a filmmaker, a cameraman, a writer, a raver. We'll get into that later. My man is Matt Birchfield! Hello. Uh, that, that was excellent. That's yeah. the best intro ever. I need that. That's what everybody says. Right before yeah. coitus. That's what I need. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Coming into the bedroom at 5'5", five 135 pounds. God bless. 5'5"? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> just throwing out any number you yeah, can yeah, think of. Sure. That's nice. You, you, you're taller than 5'5". Five five. That's true. I am of average yeah. height. Average yeah. height, 5'10". Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'd say mm, 170. 75? 178, actually. God, nice. So yeah, good. I'm trying I'm to good. lose weight still. But. I, see, I'm on the losing weight path as well. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Right now, I'm doing really good, though, because I'm at, you know, I'm doing uh, the elliptical mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. Go an hour on it. It's a long time. I lose, uh, I do it for an hour. I lose about 500 calories to six. Yeah. And I go about uh, six, seven miles. Uh, Not bad. Long. Yeah. So that yeah. ain't bad. Eight yeah. miles sometimes. It takes forever to get anywhere on elliptical. Yeah, you'll never go anywhere. But thank God for TV. Right. See, I just I just play soccer and run around like a moron. You play soccer. I'm That's not very good. well. I, I just started playing like mm, two years ago. Wait, just yeah. really, really playing? Yeah. I want to get into soccer. You should. Just come out. Where do you play? Mainly at the field house, but also I play outdoor now as well. Really? So, yeah. Oh, never did indoor. I need to get into I this. did outdoor as a kid. Yeah, I started with indoors. Crazy. Yeah. It's a good I need workout. To get into this. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's, 
Like with just Are you now playing? Like seasons on? Well, yes. Right now he's on a podcast. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, yeah, I've got podcast. the ball under the table and <laughs> Yeah. He's hitting it with his knee. I'm doing a little uh, little Do you volume. wear a wig like Jonathan Brandis? I I should. <laughs> I, well, that, I Can I be we're... your coach like you're Ronnie Dangerfield? Yeah. You know, Why we, is Ladybug's on... not made it on Netflix? I mean, oh, yeah. Seriously. That's a great movie. Uh, well, you know, I think the thing is, it's the uncomfortable, you know, the the the, the bathroom imitation sex scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it makes yeah. people uncomfortable. Yeah. Can Some I say people, that? Can but I, I mean, say that on the podcast? in today's day and age of transgenders I mean, and, it's and even gay rights and everything like, girl. Yeah. today is the day to bring back... <laughs> Ah, it doesn't movie. fit. Like, <laughs> Just hold on. Bite your lip. <laughs> You're going to suck this one. I don't know what that has to do with putting I mean, I mean, on a kid, dress. Is that kid who lost out in Spider-Man now going to do the remake of Lady, Ladybugs? Asia Butterfield? Oh, yeah, We're going to get into that news. Yeah, so you know, that's, yeah. good, that's a good call. Yeah. Wait a second. Did Rodney Danger... Never mind. <laughs> I was going to be like, did he rape Jonathan Brandis? Is that why Jonathan Brandis killed himself? I don't know. That's a, that's <laughs> a deep, dark question. Dark. No, yeah. I, I think it has something to do with Sequest. Something to do with Sequest. <laughs> yeah, probably. See, because Roy Schneider, Roy Schneider, Schneider, Schneider left. Either mm-hmm. Michael Ironside or that fucking dolph. Oh, shark. No, yeah. go ahead. I don't care. That bloody Brooks dolphin. Here. I'm sorry, guys. No, because you, yeah, why not? No, I the think it's dolphin. Michael Ironside. Ironside mm-hmm. made him kill himself. Had to be. Welcome to Zach's Movie <laughs> Show. I am your host, Zach. Uh, you can reach us at 757-943-9925 if you want to leave a review or a complaint about this particular podcast. <laughs> yes. We also have a Gmail, Show at gmail.com. We will take your written letters and your concerns and comments there, too. Yes. We have a Twitter at Zach's Movie Show. If you complain, I will berate you there. That's yes. fine. We have a Facebook backslash Zach's Movie Show where we sometimes... Post stuff, but Facebook. Yeah, that's how I feel about you. We post old stuff. Yeah, some of us will post a death and say, "Sorry to hear this." Oh, two years that late. was from two years ago. We're talking to you. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up. You know, sometimes we have old. At days. least you're Amanda. Admit yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, he uh, he on our Facebook. Uh, Last, not this past weekend, but the week the weekend before, before yeah. he posted, uh, oh, with all these sharks attacks, uh, sad to hear Jaws from the Bond series died. Yeah. And then even in the article or the picture that yeah. he posted about the death, because it says, sorry to hear he died, in there is the date. 2014. No, that's September 2014 yeah. or something. Oh, I, I look forward to your coverage of the uh, kidnapping of the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a riveting miniseries coming up on Jimmy Hoffa. It'll be just like cereal. Oh. It'll be fantastic. We're breaking oh ground. I mean, that's, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the deal with that. That's our contacts. I didn't miss any other, right? No, no, we're it. good. Yeah. We're good. All right, so you know what that means? No. We gonna get in some news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! All right, well, our guest uh, brought it up, so we might as well start with it. Uh, Asia Butterfield is no longer in the running Mm -hmm. for Spider-Man. It is now known to the world, Tom Holland. Say who? Tom Holland? Yeah. It's Tom Holland. I yeah. believe it is Tom you're right. Holland. No, you're right. You're right. I am right. He is now Sony slashes Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, supposedly, he is going to be in Civil War. And um, 
you know, he gets his his movie, I believe, mm. in 2017. If mm. I am correct. Well, who's not in Civil War is the, the um, bigger question. Uh, Nick Fury. Um, That's uh, <laughs> There's one more guy. There's one more person that was like, I'm not sure if I'm in it. Yeah, Tom Holland, uh, that's his name, and uh, he's a, he'll be in Civil War next year, and his Spider-Man is in 2017. Um, so that's kind of cool. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of cool. It's unknown like Marvel wanted, or so, Marvel, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sony gave a crap. Um, what are your feelings on him? He's well, done like one movie. I was really interested in the concept of, of somebody, of maybe, I mean, they wouldn't do it, but going with somebody like the Miles Morales character. Right. But in this circumstance where they're going Peter Parker, I think this is it's it's breaking new ground for them because it is. It's an actual he looks like he's in high school. Maybe right. just he's getting 19. high school. Mm-hmm. And 19. it's it's a chance. I mean, one of the, the better iterations was a, a Disney XD version of the character. The spectacular Spider-Man. Sp- spectacular Spider Man. It was a couple of years before oh. Ultimate. Oh, oh, see, I like really Ultimate great cartoon and he's you know, he's in high school, uh, you know, and I, I think that's uh, I think it'll be interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm for it. Okay. How about you, buddy? Um, well, it was news. Well, it was breaking news to me. Yes. I learned this literally minutes ago. He could not understand the concept that Tom Holland was Spider-Man because he still thought Asia Butterfield was. Yeah. So he was like, there's two competing Spider-Man two Spider-Man movies? He's, he's, yeah. tr- he's still trying to wrap his head around Tony McGuire, Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everything's okay now Now that he knows Asia is going to be in Ladybug's reboot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, the ship is correct. <laughs> right at the course. No, but I'll Lewis like- Black is now the role of Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Put on the dress! <laughs> I want the movie. You know, after dark that one. I'd watch so, that. Tom, I yeah. showed you a picture of Tom Holland. Yeah. Young kid. What yeah. Do you think? He's a young kid. Now, oh God. To the best of my <laughs> recollection, yeah. One of the many complaints we had about our beloved Andrew Garfield. Love the Andrew Garfield. Was he didn't look like a nerd. Yes. You know, he was too handsome or whatever else. Mm-hmm. This kid. It's slaying bitches left and right. <laughs> okay. All right, I, that is a handsome young man. Okay. All right. I did show him this picture. That's a very good, like... Just got out of the pool. Got out of the pool. I'm a sexy dude. But yeah. I will show you this picture. This is kind of nerdy. Talk nerdy to me. Yeah. I'm like, just saying, he looks nerdy. See, my thing is, though, borderline. Andrew Garfield's like, no more a than, dude. No more or less than Garfield, and yet, you know, other than physically younger... I, yeah. You know, like... Why did we abandon this ship? Okay, I will say this. To go, to go on your uh, thing about Miles, my biggest complaint would have been if they did go Miles, mm-hmm. then Which I should have gotten... Black Spider-Man? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's black Mexican Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. If we did go that route, then we should have still had an amazing Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield. That's true. Yeah. If we if we would have gone that route, because there would have been no conflict whatsoever, right. the Andrew Garfield's world would have been different, and then <gasps> they would have met, mm-hmm. like you know, dimension, blah yeah. blah. That would have been cool. Yeah. But since I am getting this new Peter Parker, and since it's known we're not getting an origin t- tale, yeah. I think when he shows up in Civil War, if that is true, he is in Civil War. Yeah. I think it will be Spider Man. Yeah. I think it, he'll just be suited up, ready to go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine by me. Um, 
I do miss my Andrew Garfield. I just yeah. watched Amazing Spider-Man over the weekend. The first one? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I plan on watching two. I feel right now, for me, though, two is so hard to watch uh-huh. because since it is basically a setup movie, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it sucks to me because yeah. I, I, as you know, I love that movie. Oh, I yeah. think it was really well done. Mm-hmm. But I think I think a lot of people like were so against Sony having Marvel property that it it really hurt people liking that movie. I think yeah. X-Men gets away with it because X-Men was around since 2000. Yeah. Plus, plus Matthew Vaughn did a nice save with First oh Class. I mean, yeah. First Class is still my mm-hmm. favorite X-Men movie. Yeah. It's still my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I just feel that's a different that's a different world. This, Sony had a big trouble. That's why they needed to go with Marvel because people were turning on them left and right. But I'm in. I'm in mm-hmm. too. I, 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 Spider-Man's my second favorite superhero behind Batman. So... Can I say it? And you guys can, can you give me your thoughts on this because this is an, this is an argument I've I've had with a couple people. Give me, give me. I would have been completely fine if they had cast any ethnicity for Peter Parker. I agree because in my in, yeah. I mean he's a kid from Queens. Right. There's mm-hmm. nothing about Peter Parker that says he has to be white. No, right. nothing. Um, That's, and yeah. I, I run into this argument a lot, saying, "Oh, well, the comics." It's like mm, the comics were written in the '60s. I mean, yeah. and and still, if we're going by the story, there's nothing that says. He can't be a black kid. He, yeah. he can't. He could be yeah. anything. Yeah. Now that you've said that, did, had, did you um, did you hear about the emails that got leaked of Sony? Um, they the that whole leak thing happened, and Kevin Smith released this on his mm-hmm. uh, recent episode of Fat Man on Batman. Uh-huh. Um, it's funny that you brought that up mm-hmm. because there's a thing that Sony had that said, here are the characteristics of Peter Parker. Uh-huh. Um, and they weren't like the first bold or whatever. Right, yeah. But the two that were there, A, he has to be white, mm-hmm. and B, he can't be a homosexual. Oh, they're, they're yeah. just they're just uh, asking for lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so at this point. Those are like, if you were making a Spider-Man movie, they had characteristics that you had to have in the movie and those were two of them not that they were the first but those are the characteristics I'm with you I think any color any race can play any character yeah Yeah. because that's just ludicrous there's one exception what in in Gotham City if Batman had been black they would have shot him dead the very first time they saw him. No one would. <laughs> this, is, this is true. They would have we, killed we the, know this to be true. And the papers the next day, black billionaire killed by police. And it, <laughs> and tragic accident. Tragic accident. Mistaken identity. It, it sprinkled crack on him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a drug deal gone bad. But yeah. any, pretty much any other character, I mean, uh, I, I, think, yeah. I think even Captain America, uh, there is a, you have to, I could be wrong, but I think there is a, I guess one of their not else. What I don't know what Marvel's else worlds is called, mm-hmm. but one of their alternate Earths, Captain America, is black, and it was part of the Tus- Tuskegee experiment. Work and one, well, that one could work. He definitely yeah. can't be like Mexican or nothing, though. Oh, Captain yeah. America! Yeah, yeah. He can't be Latin America. No, no. Nineteen forty. He could be a Navajo. I'm, I'm not a comic Navajo book expert, warrior? but I, I think like I don't Alaska? think he, he could be Native American or Eskimo. Yes, that would be yeah, okay. interesting. Okay. But I don't think he could be Hispanic American. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. then you're going by you know, hey, it's the forties. We gotta go yeah. by the what would have happened. Yeah. Right. right. I agree. Yeah, you know. I agree. With that. All right. Um, next bit of news: mm-hmm. Star Trek Three in production. Yeah. Excited. Super I'm a big awesome. fan of the new Star Trek movies. I know the nerds out there, if you're real it's Trek mixed nerd, reviews. It's a mix, but yeah. like, what really, and I'll say this every single time, 
Stop going into these movies thinking you're watching a Star Trek episode. Yeah. Go in here and expect a Star Trek blockbuster. Yeah. Because that's what you're getting. Right. So I'm excited about this. Simon Pegg wrote the script. And I know Simon wanted more Star Trek in this. So you're going to get your track nerds. Yeah. Just calm down. Um, and also... Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto signed on to do a fourth one just yeah. this week. So we're getting two more movies with them. Do you like the Star Trek movies? I liked uh, I liked one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think despite you know despite its its script issues, I think the key is it made space dangerous. Yes, like uh, in very first scene, it's yeah. a dangerous place. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it made it exciting. And you like the interplay between the cast. Oh, yeah. The second yeah. one, uh, you know, I feel like they were trying to force. I mean, it's tricky because they're working off people's memories of Wrath of Khan. Yeah, I felt like, but at the same time, they're trying to kind of, you do know, their own thing. do their own Be thing a little. And I feel like some stuff was unearned, but uh, you know, what's weird is is my kids love that one. I love that one. You know, a lot of people love yeah. that one. So I don't know, you know. I've, I, this is how I always defend it because I am a Star Trek guy. I love the original series. TNG is one of my like top mm. three shows. Like, yeah. they won't ever get replaced. But I'll always say this when I'm watching those two movies, and I feel like there's an underlying message that they don't really talk about, but it's one of the things is a destiny. There's always destiny. Kirk yeah. is destined to be to the captain. To do certain things. This yeah. cast is, or, you know, the crew is destined to be yeah. together. When part two happened and Khan was there and stuff like that, they're destined to have those moments. Yeah. It's like, uh... And granted, it happened yeah, earlier, true. but it's just like Vulcan blew up. Yeah. Vulcan blew up and sent Khan earlier. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what... So these things that happened were destined yeah. to see. That's and that's what I think that message, even though it didn't get to the public's mind right. as good. That's just me thinking. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Don't. don't that's interesting. Me. But that's what I, that's how I go at it. Um, I'm excited about this news. How about you? I'm, I'm super in. I mean, it's it's been fun um, so far. It's the casting all over is good. You have a, a great dynamic of the crew mm-hmm. recapturing. All the old characters. I mean, Zachary Quinto is great as Spock. Oh, yeah. You know, Chris Pine's killing it as Captain Kirk and everything. Like, um, uh, was it not John Woo or whatever? Um, <laughs> the, the uh, you know, guy from Harold and Kumar. This guy. Playing. <laughs> John Woo. Yeah. You, you know, know John playing, Woo. Playing Commander Wang, Sulu. It's Wang something, right? <laughs> Wang Hung Lo. You know? I can't wait till he has the most American name you've ever heard. Yeah. Keep and, talking. And, you <laughs> Keep know. Keep talking. The guy playing Chekhov is great, you know. Yeah. What's his Yelchin? name? It's Anton Yelchin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. But, like, you know, everybody's really uh, doing a great it's job. It's John Cho. John, John Cho. Cho. Yeah, John Cho. John Cho. Uh, Sulu. Yeah, yeah. So it was very good. Was, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, then, I think everybody plays their role yeah. to a team. Oh, yeah. Some people bring their own things. Some people they, are almost they bring spot on. Enough of their own, but they have, like, you yeah. still see Bones McCoy. Carl and, you know, Urban as Bones oh. is oh. the best. Who, yeah. knew, who knew he could act? 
Right. right. Exactly. I mean, he just kind of scoured through uh, the last those Lord of the Rings films he was in, and then uh, I mean, he was good. I mean, yeah. he, but he just kind of you know made this very like he just oh he was in the Hobbit stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. He was uh, Two Towers and Return of the King, and the whole time he just oh, like, Carl Urban was? like he had just you know eaten. I don't know, like if. Like I guess Viggo Mortensen had a sandwich that he kept in his underwear, <laughs> and then he gave it to Carl Urban. And Urban ate it, just ate the entire thing, absorbed all those juices, yeah. and he just made the face that t- yeah. face for two movies, Weird. ball juice face. Interesting. But he came so like from the wake of that. Yeah. To give us Bones McCoy, yeah. to give us Black Robocop, the TV show, which oh, I yeah, thought was yeah. great. That was really canceled. good. That was amazing. Yeah. You I know. still haven't seen it. I I it was good. Yeah. I don't I watch it. One of these Netflix It's probably types. still on Hulu. Oh, yeah. it's on Hulu? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Check it out. It's probably still on yeah, Hulu. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, uh, Michael Ely played his partner. Yeah. 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 Actor. You know, um, it was great. Um, you know, the great and dread and everything just yeah. came around and, you know, blew us away. Now, did he, you watch the Star Trek shows? Any? I watched uh, the original trilogy a lot because you know I guess okay. I was a little pervert and it was like all these it was just Kirk and these chicks. Let yeah. me let me throw something at you. Do it because I threw this at him. He didn't seem it. No, it's, I you know just knowing so my in. limited knowledge. I, of I feel what like I'm going to get propositioned here. Let me okay. throw something. At you. <laughs> let me throw something. At you. Right. Twenty dollars on the table. <laughs> you take it. Um, not send it right back in. No. Okay. So here's my thing. So they just signed them on to be in part four, mm-hmm. which kind of makes me feel they have something planned for the end oh. to set up for. If I was to sit here and tell you that I already knew it, and I don't know it, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I want to know your initial reaction and how you feel. Okay. Ooh. What if part four is about the crew, Kirk and all them, facing off with the Borg? That would be interesting. Okay, cool. Thank you. Now, I think... Because the board didn't come in until TNG. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Technically, unless technically, you... Technically. Then you go the to motion, Enterprise. The motion picture. What motion picture? Well, the, oh, uh, because in the past, you're absolutely the v- right. Because the First contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. They went to the past, and you know, beacons get yeah. sent Oh, no, no, no I'm talking like about that. even farther back. If, if they, if, because V'ger gets sent off mm-hmm. and comes back, and there's, mm-hmm. so there's some theory that... That was. Oh, that there's it, a theory. Well, that's what I always heard. I might be behind on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I never knew this. Theory. The 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 one that Robert Wise directed, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which there the original is is whatever. But mm-hmm. they uh, Robert Wise actually at a very old age went back and did a director's cut in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's actually really good. I mean, it's it's yes. more hard sci-fi. I, I have the uh-huh. DVD of it. But yeah. I guess mm-hmm. the idea is that there's some connection now. People look at it and say, between. hey, there's some connection between that cloud that came back. Oh, interesting. And the Borg. That'd be kind of interesting. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So that would be that would help kind of ch- yeah, it would change things. You son of a bitch. But I like this is also based on my limited knowledge. Like I know yeah. Toss, I know the movies. Well, I didn't know Enterprise. They came and then back. I know Enterprise TNG. There's and an that's episode. Like don't I don't know the episode. I just know because I didn't watch Enterprise. I do want to watch Enterprise, but mm. I've only seen a few episodes. Mm-hmm. But um, back in the day when they were releasing like the best of DVDs yeah. of shows, mm-hmm. there was a board DVD set. And in that mm-hmm. set, um, there's an Enterprise episode where Enterprise is at a um, like frozen planet mm-hmm. and they dig up a Borg. 
Oh. And he's not with the collective, so he's kind of on his own. But at the end, I think he gets reconnected mm. to them. He so they have to kill him. That so in my mind, he gets reconnected. They know about it. Okay. So they're coming sooner than they were in TNG. Mm-hmm. So I would like part three, be its movie, whatever. Yeah. But then at the end, set up Borg coming. So, you know, it's almost, you know, because a lot of movies now are setting up for the next one. Right. Yeah. This is true. So I kind of feel like yeah. you can do your own movie. And then at the end, the after credit scene, because, you know, everybody loves these after credit oh, scenes. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Borg coming in. Well, I I mean, I think that could be interesting. I it think. would be interesting. Kirk furzing the board? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Give him a phaser, he's going on the ship. How am I going to have sex with Boom, a computer? Boom, assimilated. <laughs> I, Boom. I was just thinking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, um, speaking of, uh, this is a rumor, and we've had a big conversation, so mm. I don't know if I want to get too in-depth of this, but whatever. So... There's a rumor going around that Chris Pine, speaking of Star Trek, mm-hmm. was signed, is signed on to be in the Wonder Woman movie. That's Steve Trevor, right? Yes, okay. playing the boyfriend of, or the love interest of Wonder Woman. There is a rumor going around that that's a ruse, mm-hmm. that they let that information out so they know Chris Pine signed with DC. Mm-hmm. With Comic-Con coming up, there's a rumor that... Yeah. Um, all the Justice League are going to come on stage, everybody who's cast Flash, all mm. this, and he's going to be announced as Green Lantern. Uh, I heard that. Do we have a casting for Flash? No. No, okay. they, no it's, uh, they do. Uh, do they? I think it's a kid named Ezra Miller. Mm. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. know that name. That is not our hometown hero. That's not Ezra Peterson. No. That's not, not him Ezra either. Or, or our, our I think the kid's name is Ezra Miller. Or maybe. Miller. Maybe. Miller. Okay, no. Oh, oh, it's a kid. Oh, no, this kid. Oh, from the perks from a wallflower. Yeah, I think. Oh, yep, he's the Flash, 2018. Yeah. That's the Flash. Yeah, and he's in Batman vs. Superman, too. Yeah, I had heard the. I had heard actually that the idea of Chris Pine, and, but they're talking a group, a Green Lantern Corps. Corps movie. Yeah, they're uh, talking that, too. Um,. I know Tyrese. Tyrese wants to really be John wants Stewart to bad. so bad. He He's wrong for it. it. He's so wrong. Common would be great. Common was going oh, to be was going to be John Stewart in the failed in the George one. Miller yes, one that was going to happen. George Miller one. And that Common's a really good actor. I love Common. Because I mean, John since St- I saw him in Smoking Aces. Smoking Take Aces, uh, Street Kings. Um, I don't care what you say. Oh, Selma. He was great in yeah. Selma. But I didn't see Selma. Selma. Yet. He was great in. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know. Um, I think that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if you give me those two and then the third, uh, I think a three-person Greenlander Gnort is enough. Or Nort. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a three-person. That's all I need. The squirrel. But that's it. Um, so if Chris Pine is uh, named Hal, would you be cool with it? I, I think he'd be a good Hal Jordan. I mean, yep. uh, the, the Hal Jordan character, I think, evolves yeah. depending on who's writing him. I mean, I agree. late 80s, early 90s, he's kind of this square who, you know, just comes unhinged and kills everybody, which is one of my favorite stories. Hey, uh, do Emerald, what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emerald Twilight. Yeah. Uh, but then now he's, you know, he's, uh, Jeff Johns brought him back and he's punching people in bars and uh, I think he even punched Batman, you know? So he's <laughs> he's, got he's a little looser and I think <laughs> he does. I, I think Pine could do it. I think I think Pine's a, a you know, well-rounded he's actor. a good actor. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. You go with uh, Pine being? Yeah, I mean, like, I wish I knew really Four. anything about Green Lantern. Yeah. 
um, other than the whole there green thing. Yeah, there was a movie that I didn't see, you know, but whatever, <laughs> which is now irrelevant, so technically I don't have to. But um, just is. going off of the image of, of uh, Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern and then seeing Chris Pine and basically under that premise alone <laughs> <laughs> and knowing that I like Chris Pine and everything. Everything he does. Let's do it. Huh? Yeah, you know, why not? Last bit of news. I know this is news heavy, but I love it. I love it. It's big. Um, it's big. It's Jason Satham's uh, announced that he's in Fast and Furious 8. Yeah. And I am super duper excited because I think they're going the route I want them to go, which is Luke Evans from 7. Yeah. Jason Statham. Or, I mean, Luke Evans 6. Mm-hmm. Jason Statham 7. I think 8 will be a big name actor for bad guy. It'll yeah. be the three of them just trying to kill these mothers down. Yeah. Well, you know, Helen Mirren really wants to. Yeah, Helen, she really that's wants what to he told a, me. Her is their, know, is their mom. Uh, that would be great. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, yeah, Whatever you're she right. wants she to could do, play the mom. She wants to be in it. She wants to drive uh, these cars. She wants to have fun. Uh, she loves... Um, the family versus family! I mean, it's... Uh, it's an interesting franchise. I think yes. they do have to... Because I really like Five. Five's the best. Six is great. Seven's great, but seven's more of a superhero movie. You've got Vin Diesel like yeah. stomping on parking garages yeah, yeah. and stuff crumbling. <laughs> yeah, he broke a hole. <laughs> he did. He broke garage. a parking garage. Oh, I think I think God. they've got a I think they've, they've got, got a cartoon. Maybe mm-hmm. they, they take because they're going to New York for the next one. I think yes. they take it make it more of a grounded. give it more of that heist feel, more yeah, grounded. grounded. Right. Um but I mean I, I want to see more of the movies. I think yeah. it turned out to be surprisingly at least these last three, especially yeah. these last three. These cool. last three have been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Like Fast Furious, which is part of Fear yeah, Four. Yeah. Really was good. a turning point. It yeah. was cute. It was cute. I will give this yeah. because I wasn't a fan of one, two, or three. Yeah. Not yeah. a fan. But then I went to go see four on a drunken stupor. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then with The Rock, my boy, yeah. being in five, I was like, I'm gonna, I need to go see this. Mm-hmm. And Rock just being awesome in it. He's yeah. an awesome character. Hobbs needs his own movie. And yeah. if he doesn't get his own movie, then in And they really need to call eight, it just Samoa Dog. <laughs> right. It's Samoa, Samoa. Dog. Or if you give me part eight and he's the Paul Walker replacement, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. But just give me this movie. I'll even take Tyrese and Ludacris in yeah. their minor roles because yeah. they're enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I want this movie. Now, I don't know how many more I want. I'll give you that. Yeah. There's only well, so remember, many more oh, than 10. They want before 10. the death and everything. They want 10. There was there were rumor of 10. Like we could see this going to 10. I can I can stomach 10. Yeah, I can stomach a, it. Probably about the the sweet spot more or seems, less. That just seems yeah. like a good finish. Yeah. I don't need Fast and Furious 18 wheeler. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what need. we need. That's number 10. Fast and Furious 18 <laughs> wheeler. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, you're man. in. You see, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that. I mean, if Helen Mirren's in, oh yeah, I mean, Helen Mirren. I, I, I have a crush on her. She's great. I'm not even kidding. I would do her before most of these actress youngs. Oh yeah, Helen Mirren. I mean, even she now, get it. That's yeah. what I'm talking. No, this Helen Mirren. Now yeah. Helen Mirren. Yeah. The current she, incarnation. Uh, I'm, I'm boner. <laughs> no, uh, I. Oh yeah, I mean, Mirren would get it. One of my favorite, in fact, my favorite movie of all time. I don't think it's the best movie. But my favorite movie is Excalibur by John oh Borman, nineteen eighty one. Great movie. Am I right? Um, and she's Pretty sure I've seen Liam Neeson's. She's in amazing it. in Patrick that. Stewart's in she's, it. She's nude a lot in it, and yeah. uh, it's Pet. you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. She's doing all these cool, you know, witchy things. things. Is she, is she, is she's, the, she's the mother of Well, she's Arthur's, Arthur's sister. Sis, yeah. She's Morgana. Arthur's sister who had the kid. Right. Right. She's yeah, Mordred's, exactly. Mordred's mother. That's right. Really, you know, she's so like the, uh, she's supposed to be the embodiment of, or uh, the reminder of sin. Yes. As far as that mythology yes, goes. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I would sin with her. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm not she would sin. get sin all over her neck, face, and chest. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. On that note, we're going to take a break. And Sweet. when we get back, we're going to interview Mr. Birchfield about his career in the film industry. Because he is a filmmaker and such. So, uh, stick around. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Mr. Wonderful from the Mr. Wonderful Show podcast, which you can check out every Thursday. Brand new episodes on the Secret League of Podcasters. Secretpodcasters.com. Just click on the link and you can listen to the show. We talk sports. We talk movies. We talk music. We talk pop culture. We talk about life and everything and anything to discuss. It's a show about nothing, for nothing, for nobody. Check it out. Secretpodcasters.com, Facebook.com slash Wonderful Show, the Mr. Wonderful Show podcast, and coming to an iTunes near you. Welcome back to ZMS. I want to cut you out before you did, son of a bitch. I was always going to do it immediately. <laughs> Before we get into the interview, uh, just quick note: the Terminator premiere, which we were supposed to yeah. uh, do mm-hmm. at Cinema Cafe, we cannot because they are already booked. They yes. have a Magic Mike one going on uh, beforehand, and they don't which we gladly said. Why aren't you guys doing in. that one? I know, right? People right. that know us. Because Shirtless. radio stations are doing it. Yeah. Oh. So they already have hosts. Yeah. If they weren't, we would have been all over it. But, I mean, chances are it's probably our friends that we know over at Hot 100. Probably. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so yeah. that'll be fun. Make sure you still go to Cinema Cafe yeah. to go see Terminator or Magic Mike. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, on the 16th, of July, we are doing Ant Man. That's still that's a lot. confirmed. That's, a, that's a happening. Yeah. So make sure you come out to Cinema Cafe for that. We'll have prizes and games and stuff like that mm-hmm. for the pre-show. It's better than any other premiere. You go to yeah. AMC. Do do they give you gifts? No. 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 Just... No. You could grab some poster of Max <laughs> out front. That's about it. Yeah. So go to Cinema Cafe, look up the times. I believe like 7 and 10 are going to be their premiere times. We'll do the yeah. first showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, right now, I want to get in. Ooh, here we go. I hope he has notes. I hope he's ready for the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. I yeah. hope it's down. Here we go. The light's on you, Matt. What do you do? Well, <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I, d- I do whatever I have to do. Um, yeah, this is true. I guess I guess the short answer is I, I'm a filmmaker. And That's I'm a, right. Yeah. You are a filmmaker. Now, how long have you been interested in the film world? Um, ever since 1998. 98. Now, oh. you... Sp- you- here for a reason. Yeah, I did. Yeah. If you say it's Godzilla, I might punch you. <laughs> no, it's not a Godzilla. There's probably not a mic. It's a, not, not, not Godzilla. Um, okay. I don't care how much you like Matthew Broderick. <laughs> what happened in '98? '98, I was I was actually involved in uh, theater in high school. Oh, nice. I had the good fortune of going to a school that. Um, it was uh, high school, very professional theater program. We weren't doing like you know Wizard of Oz 
or right. some, you know either the kind of stock stuff you do. We were doing, you know, college level, professional level stuff, and I was really looking at theater. But uh, you know, even I, I started directing after doing a lot of acting, and but something was just kind of missing. And then I, uh, I saw this movie, '98, uh, Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line, oh, nice by Terrence Malick, Nicholas Cage. And uh, right, no, no Nicholas nope. Cage. Nope. Oh, sorry, he was no. the one Wrong person who one. wasn't in that movie. No, wait, is this Bruce Willis? Wait, who was in this one? Uh, Thin Red Line actually uh, had George Clooney in a bit part. Really? Had George Clooney in a bit part, but it starred Jim Caviezel. Oh, I like it. Uh, Adrian Brody. Oh, he's uh, good too. Guy named uh, Ben Cross, who uh, is not as big in the states. Uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn had a big role. In That's it. who's the big guy. That's yes. the guy. I think. What was I think? Wind Wakers or and something. Nick, and Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's Wind great. Talkers. Wind Talkers. You were thinking Wind Talkers, one. but uh, they're in line. Nick Nolte as well as awesome. And Casey Jones. It was in it. Elias Cody. Oh, really? The original fun. Casey Jones. He's he's fun. So. Um, and I'm, I'm watching it. It's it's not like any other war movie because you know a few months prior to that, Same uh, Private Ryan comes out, right. which is a very good movie, yeah. a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, great. Yeah. But this is completely different. It's like watching visual poetry, and there's uh, mm-hmm. you know there's the camera work is amazing. It's it's lush. The characters, you know, you you're you're, you're seeing and feeling everything. And I was like, all right. I want to work in that medium. Right. That's more interesting to me. Not that there's anything wrong with theater. Theater is amazing because right. it's a meet. Uh, you know, you're you're right there with the audience, um, right. and there's a, a sense of accomplishment right then. You don't. It's at to, the moment. It's at the moment. But uh, the idea of creating a larger world just really intrigued me. So from there, yeah. I, I kind of uh, when I got into college, I was a double major. Wow. In theater and and. and Film slash communication. I went a few places. I because I, I <laughs> well, here's why I don't I, remember. I, I did well. Mm-hmm. It's just I I really I tried to find a place I was comfortable in. I started out at a school in DC called mm-hmm. uh, Catholic University. Double majored there, and uh, I really liked the theater program there, but um, they didn't have what I wanted film wise. So uh, I I did a year of production training at uh, University of Colorado at Boulder, mm-hmm. working. Uh, their program is really a very avant garde. Um, and it's funny back then I really wasn't into avant-garde I'm like ah, I want to make studio films and now right. of course I love avant-garde but mm-hmm. um, and then I, I came back and actually finished it up at ODU oh okay and I, I got really fortunate I had uh, some uh, great teachers there in particular one named uh, Dr. Margaret Byrne mm-hmm. she is a professional screenwriter she had worked with De Palma uh, uh, you know all wow. those all those greats from the 70s and, and yeah. early 80s and she really kind of uh, taught you know took me under a wing a bit I, I learned a ton there Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I graduated, I, uh, I kind of had a choice. I was, I was still acting a bit and I had a choice. I could either go and, uh, work in theater for $150 a week as an actor, or mm-hmm. I could go work on film, uh, you know, maybe for- $150 a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I was really lucky, uh, in that uh, Terrence Malick just happened to be making a movie here. And this oh, was wow. the summer of 2004. Wow. He was making uh-huh. a movie called the new world. With Colin Farrell. Yes, yes. Colin and I'm Farrell. like, uh, all right, I'm going to get on that somehow. Wait, you worked on that film? I did. Shut the front <laughs> fucking <laughs> door. I did. <laughs> I did. You worked on The New World. I did. That's where this conversation's leading. What'd you do? I started out in the casting department. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started out as an unpaid intern. Within a week, someone wasn't doing their job, and I was showing up. They got fired. I took their job. Shut up. Um, and it, I, I, I met um, two of my mentors there. Uh-huh. Um Jeannie Boisano and Bunt Young. And so I was working casting, specifically casting, you know, picking out the uh, Native Americans, picking yeah. out the mm-hmm. people who play the colonists. Mm-hmm. But the great thing was, uh, 
it was a it was a decent buy. I mean, fifty million dollar movie. Yes, I think it started in thirty five million. It bloomed a bit. Yeah. Um, the great thing was because it it was big but not too big. Mm-hmm. When I needed to be, if I wanted to go, you know, work in another department for a day when we were slow, I would get loaned out. Mm-hmm. So I would get to work with props. I'd get to go work as a set PA. I'd get to wow. go work with the armory crew. I think I actually illegally I, I broke union rules by doing some gunpowder things or something. But awesome. nobody nobody got blown up. Right. right. Awesome. That I know it all worked out. I, I so basically I got to be involved in everything. Met a lot of people and kind of found my comfort zone nice. um, and really got to meet Malik and, and talk to him and, uh, yeah. you know, kind of watch this process. And then uh, after that, I worked on Spielberg's War of the Worlds. You mother <laughs> Hubbard! Yes. You're just, our neighbor. What the hell? I didn't touch you. <laughs> it wasn't, this man's worked with Batman, okay? <laughs> He's worked with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, that was interesting because whereas wow. it, it was a huge budget mm-hmm. and, and uh, we were compensated very well and put mm-hmm. up very nicely in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we did about, I think, three works, three weeks worth of work there because most of that filming, I think, for them was, was up and down the Eastern Seaboard. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I found that it was too large for me. I found it was outside of my comfort zone. Oh. I found that, you know, too much Spielberg to is a summer right. blockbuster. Exactly. Yeah. Malik, he's in there with the camera. Malik, he'll, he'll stop the car and, and run out, um, you know, with the camera and the actor and just film. Mm-hmm. Spielberg, everything's very controlled. He comes in on the helicopter 30 minutes before call time when yeah. everyone else has been there for four hours. Right. And, uh, you know, he's... He's got this amazing team that coordinates everything, just knows and, what to and do. he's he's like just he's like a, he's working the the, the strings. Wow. And he's, I mean, he's amazing in his own right. right. But that was almost that was overwhelming to me, and I just mm-hmm. didn't feel comfortable around that. So I found that my style is is more, more lower. Lower. Yeah. It's it's in maybe not even lower budget. It's just in the middle of everything. It's intimate. I, that's what, okay. Now that you brought exactly. that up, so we can yeah. understand. There's a difference of directing. Between, as you said, Terrence and Spielberg. Yes. Does it feel like Terrence was, like, how? not to say it's the same thing, but this is all I know. Mm-hmm. Working on issues, you're directing an episode, so you're like, okay, I want the camera here, I want this, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And is that more of a Terrence way where Spielberg is like, okay, I'm on set. AD, make sure you do whatever scene we're doing. Make sure your second unit's doing this. I'm going to sit right here. You let me see the finished product. To a degree, I don't want to say he's not. I mean, not, not directly. To a degree, yeah. but, I, but I mean, uh, there's so much more going on. Yeah, I, I think, and I guess it's a balance. I mean, it's just it's two just different styles that achieve. Right. Um, I mean, they're both considered masters, right? And rightfully so, right? Um, and well, it's Spielberg just, got to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was in the dirt with like Jaws and you know, yeah, that. yeah, that's true. But I think eventually, when technology changes and Things like that. Yeah. Now, of course, you evolve. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I think I, I think I think you're uh, that's the true a to a degree. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's wow. just, um, you know, and it's it's informative. I mean, you look at uh, the people who worked on that. Uh, you looked at the the cinematographer uh, uh, Emmanuel Luzbecki, who won best cinematography for Birdman, mm-hmm. and he won for Gravity. Right. Um, I think if you watch his work, he's always been amazing. But if you watch his work before that movie, before New World and after New World, you see the differences. And it's because I think Malik on set, he put him through so much just having to work with natural light, mm-hmm. having to just, you know, pull the light out of whatever he was filming that I right. think it, it made him an even better. So to the point where he's probably what maybe the best 
Ever. Two or three All working. Ever, two or three right working right yeah. now. Right. So. Um, you so know. where'd you go from there? From there, uh, that's when after I, after you realized that was a little too much on you know, War of the Worlds. I, I think it was uh, it was a matter of saying, okay, what do I want to do? Because you know you work for Malik and Spielberg, and it's like, okay, someone someone else. Yeah, it's like, what do you do from there? Because right. you know it's not meant to be. You work with Chris Ritter on issues. You, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's what it's all been leading to. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! It was a matter of saying, do you know? There's different paths, I think, in the film business. There's people who – I know people who uh, – I know someone who's been very successful, actually. He went out west with Malik, worked right. as an assistant editor, and he had that freedom. Um, I know someone else uh, who – some people who kind of hopped their jobs midship and then you know did these different things. There's different ways to get where you're going. For me, I, I was balancing because you know, I, 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 you know, I have a family. Yes, um, yeah. I was saying, you know, trying to think, how do I want to do this? What's most comfortable for me and my weird idiosyncrasies? So I said, you know what? I know I want to direct, and I want to direct my own movies. I know I want to, you know, I want to edit. I want to edit, you know, I want to do these things. So I said, all right, I'm going to, what better way to learn how to direct and learn how to edit? So I said, I'm going to find a job in the area learning how to edit. Mm -hmm. And so I started taking, uh, I took uh, a corporate gig, uh, actually, of all things, editing for Sentara Healthcare, mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. like training videos for them. And I had a very good, uh, sorry, had a very good editing, um, someone who taught me a mm -hmm. lot named uh, Gigi Malore. Uh -huh. uh, she taught, you know, first, my first time working with really editing software heavily. Because before that, I'd mainly just cut on film. Yeah. Um, I worked with her. She taught me how to edit. And, and I, you know, I started to develop from there. Um, eventually went on to... You know, editing commercials, worked in advertising, uh, just kind of building that skill set. Mm -hmm. And from there, we started, you know, I slowly started making independent films. Right. Um, you know, uh, the first thing we made, that I made, was uh, what we, because it's, we should dispel any rumors. I think, I don't know if anybody else has said this. They probably have. But in film school, there's this idea of the auteur theory, where there's a mm -hmm. filmmaker who's like this, uh, this central force in making a movie. And then you get out and you, and you, and you find that that's, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. yeah. It takes so many people to make mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not a um, one-man show by yeah. any means. So if I ever say I, I really mean me and probably 10 other people who saved my ass throughout the thing. Right. Uh -huh. um, we made this, uh, these two Civil War short films called uh, a series, kind of a little mini-series called Never to Turn Back. Yeah. And we, the idea, it was more an experiment saying, all right, well, I want to make a war movie with 40 people <laughs> yeah. and I want to, I got $600. Let's just go shoot. See what and, happens. and so we, uh, we, we, you know, we made this, uh, these two, I think they're each about, I think it's about 12 minutes worth of, of content total. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, pretty, pretty decent reception. Uh, you know, it, it was you know, an experience dealing with, with certain production hurdles. And right. since then we just, you know, keep, keep making content, keep making movies. Just keep uh, going. Yeah. Now you're working in a, like your nine to five is filmmaking, right? Yes. Like you edit. Uh, yeah, I edit. Um, a lot of my time is spent in Richmond just because right now it's, it's a, uh, it's a slightly better market. I do a lot of commercial and corporate style editing up oh, there. Wow. Um, and then you, think you could tell me now that maybe 
Um, well, uh, let's see. The company, I'm trying to think. Oh, they, they, give you, they make you sign all these things. Where you can't talk about? Where you, where you can't talk about certain things. Okay. Um, but I mean, uh, for instance, uh, I've worked at some of the, some like of the, Virginia, the Virginia lottery spots. <laughs> oh, okay. We've had yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. some of those, for example. That's cool. Um, you know, uh, different different car commercials in the past, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of future stuff do you want to work on? Like, yeah, as you said earlier, you... You aren't moving. You're so you like it here, and you're obviously well, able to work here I, and make a living. Yeah. Are we being, should I be honest? I would love your okay. honesty on my I, I like show. It, I like it here <laughs> to, <laughs> about about liking. I like yeah. it here to a degree. Okay. I think. Right. I think. No, I think honestly. Uh, you, you know, I've got uh, one, one one son who's going into sophomore year of high school. The yes. other's mm-hmm. going into fourth grade. Right. Uh, once <laughs> once everybody's in college. I'm probably gone too. You're yeah. out of here. I'm out of here. I get and that. it's not it's not as much anything with because there's fantastic people to work with. Right. It's yeah. it's oh, you know, it's who you work for and right now, mm-hmm. you know, Atlanta right now is kind of on on the rise. It's hitting right, that yeah. high point. Right. But you know the the work is always in it's always in LA, right. always in California. Yeah. Right. Now that being said, I can change my mind because I'm I'm weird with my comfort zones. I like making yeah. independent stuff. I you know, I like the idea of self funding. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I could see New York, Chicago, that type yeah. of place. Yeah. But right. I mean eventually moving eventually. is most likely in yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel um, that. But that being said, maybe we develop an maybe amazing Virginia infrastructure could. here. Maybe yeah, because it's something takes off. You know, you know I I mean it's gonna be a concert it has to be a concerted effort though. Um, right. I think yeah. we've got a not only do we have to bring tax incentives for, you know, Turn and Lincoln, that yep. type of thing, mm-hmm. we've got to have incentives to fund the filmmakers here. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree with that. What are you working on now that's right really now? awesome for you? Well, uh, well, it's, we, we'll go, there's a few things. Uh, the first that's been kind of ongoing for the past two years is uh, my feature that I'm working on called Kokrana. Mm-hmm. Or crocana, depending. It's a big joke because you can you pronounce it different ways in the movie. Everyone gets it wrong, but uh, and that is um, it's a non-comedic mockumentary Ooh. about uh, an incident that occurs on a government island, a government-like facility, mm-hmm. and kind of the cover-up that follows that. And three filmmakers kind of go on to make a documentary about it, and as they uncover things. We're following them uh, mm-hmm. through the story, and, and things start to unravel for them as well. And the interesting thing about it is, it's told through interviews, but it's also told through behind-the-scenes footage. Now, when I started it, I was like, "Okay, this is great. This will be an easy way to do it." Because I'm just filming behind-the-scenes <laughs> footage this, and interviews. Like, it'll go. <laughs> this will be perfect. This is this is a great way to do my first Full-proof. feature. Yeah. You know? Right. right. Um, and then I found that it's the most difficult thing to edit in the world because yeah, it's yeah. so many Lego pieces. Yeah. But I'm really liking what I've seen. I've gotten nice. good response to the teaser. I just kind of put it out lightly mm-hmm. um, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and I'm looking at, it's, it should be finished this year as far as Sweet. first edits. Um, and, uh, you know, people have seen the clips and uh, their their roles in it seem to be really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, also, of course, we're working on issues. Yes. Yeah. Which I... I you know, I, I don't think it'd be plugged enough. I'm really excited about the second season. Yeah. Uh, we've stepped up the game so much oh, yeah. production-wise, organization. Uh, the actors, like yourself, are just so amazing in their roles. I mean, I, I having seen what I've seen now, I know some people saw the fall preview. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, man, episodes two, what we've shot on three, uh, mm-hmm. four, which we're about halfway done with now. Right, which uh, you're directing. Which I'm directing through your script. Yes, yeah. this is true. Uh, 
And uh, I mean, it's I would I'd put it pound for pound up against the. I mean, I uh, I'm trying to I, I mentioned this to well, I was watching the other day by Paul Feig, uh, Other Space. Yeah. On Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo screen. I guess that was one of their premieres along with Community. Right. And I'm watching it and it's funny and it's it's well done, but I'm like, man, you know, we're right up there with, with barely that. any budget. Yeah. And we've got production yeah. value that matches because we're using real locations. Yeah. Our actors are good. I mean our yeah. actors it's funny. The writing is fantastic. Yeah. And even season one, like I mean, I got, you know, some uh response from friends, you know, mm-hmm. that I when I'd shared videos of like, Yeah, check out that series. It's funny. It's good. I like it. You know, it's it crazy. Yeah. It's like, this is happening here, you well, know? Well, to go off on both of y'all, it's like, one is okay for what it is. I mean, we're yeah. a bunch of guys getting together trying to figure it out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. season two has been so fun. And I, even to the point where I do like the first episode and everybody's seen that one. Yeah. yeah. But I really think from two on, it just gets bonkers. It I, gets yeah. crazy good. I mean, you know, we're talking a half hour of content. It, th- yeah. There's no web series label here. It's no, it's an it's, original yeah. content to show. And I mean, that's been a, a great experience for me because I came onto it just as the DP. And even then, mm. maybe not so much a DP. I mean, uh, Director of photography for everyone's giggling. Yeah. Everyone's like DP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I still, I still do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a child. But I mean, when I came onto that, I mean, I had always generally had a director of photography with me uh, for a while. Yeah. It was a guy named Tom Shortridge who's moved up to Maryland. He shoots uh, uh, like documentary style stuff up there now. And I had to eventually I had to say, okay. I, He's not here anymore. Yeah. No. Um, you know, I have people I like to work with. They're not always available. I'm going to have to learn to shoot and light myself. I've always been a good op, but yeah. lighting, you know, yeah. I had to learn. Yeah. And this, you know, at first when I brought on, was brought on, uh, you know, Matt Wade, who I had seen, Superhero Verite, with oh, him and right. Nate. So fun. We love it. They were like, you know, they needed DP. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I could do that. Because really what, what they needed was someone to help manage the chaos yes. yeah. on set. So I wasn't so much director of photography as it was, you know, just managing the situation. But what's happened is, is we've got more and more into it. I've developed, it's helped me develop skills as a director of photography to where I'm comfortable now um, going on other people's shoots yeah. and to, to where now I'm, I am getting hired out as a, as a DP sometimes. Awesome. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but that level of quality is there. Everyone who works on it is, you know, professional. I mean, you're an actor, you, you're a wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now you know you do all these things entertainment wise uh you take matt you know, he's worked as a writer uh works works in news as well mm-hmm. um ezra peterson obviously mm-hmm. yeah, you know just works well. as a he, i mean everyone on the on the on the crew is professional and yeah. it, it shows in what we do it's been, it's been a huge experience it's been yeah. something where mm-hmm. it started out as ah oh, we got to go out and film this now it's like you know let's let's do it yeah, and I'll even I'm going to boast on you for a second. Like I'm not going to give away the gimmick because I think it's a very awesome idea that even when I was writing it, never popped in my head. But it's perfect yeah. for a filmmaker to do. There's something that you're going to do with camera style yes. within the show that I think is just fantastic. That I never even thought of. And you said that like that was one of the first things that you thought of that yeah. would be neat. And I was like, yeah, that's. Perfect. And then while filming, I just, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So. I mean, we're, you know, the aspect ratio change for, for yeah. people listening. Can we, <laughs> I guess we can I'm say. glad I hid the gimmick, but if you want to go. Well, we can because, you know, it's, it, uh, it's, it's cool. 
it's it's a look. It's a it's yeah. and that's the type of thing we you know that we're doing is we're willing to say okay we're we're doing a TV show but we're still gonna play within within you know the, the sandbox. It's our comedy. It's yeah. what we do. It's taking that next step from making us any other thing to why isn't this on Hulu? Yeah, why exactly. Isn't this digitally on Hulu. For, exactly. Even for one season. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, Mofa, anything? Okay, so <laughs> this was what I, I was thinking. I mean, like you've kind of covered, but covered it, but maybe not exactly. Mm-hmm. When you were approached to come on to issues, mm-hmm. like you probably had a, a certain expectation, I'm guessing, or what you were kind of expecting, what it was going to be like walking onto set and I, checking I, out the operation. Like when you actually showed up and started working, meet exceed kind of. That oh me premonition me because really I I liked the the writing Matt's mm-hmm. writing so much and Nathan's comedy so much yeah, uh, yeah. And both of them they're both really funny yeah yeah uh, and definitely meet and you know I we we kind of had that Kevin Smith the good Kevin Smith not the yeah. bad Kevin yeah, Smith yeah. vibe <laughs> everyone's uh, mm-hmm. you know I know but there was a kind of very uh, '90s independent vibe in the beginning small uh, rats James chasing yeah yeah, yeah and I. Definitely, it was definitely a meet, and then it was like saying, all right, you know, we work well together. Uh, we, we seem to like each other for the most part. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep pushing. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, cool. Right, cool. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, plug, plug away. Sure. Uh, up next, we've got I've got a few things I'm continuously working on. Uh, one uh, with with Ezra Peterson and Justin Koch, mm-hmm. uh, we're working on a movie called Coming Distractions. Yeah. And that's going to be what, uh, after I'm done editing Crocana and, and uh, we're getting a few other things lined up, that's what we're looking to start shooting. Hopefully late fall or fall, late fall, uh-huh. winter. I guess winter is late fall. Yeah. Um, and Very that's late uh, fall. It's late fall. That's a script by... January. <laughs> yeah, it was fall and it's late oh, into it. February 2016. <laughs> no, um, it's a script by, mm-hmm. by Justin Koch, who's, who I've started to work with over the past year. We've mm-hmm. we've done a couple things now. We did last year's 48, yes. which which uh, people need to watch the director's cut. I mean, the time I, traveling, gimmick. the time traveling. Which the uh, we we put we joked about putting the uh, Zach movie show review. It's okay <laughs> on the poster. <laughs> it's okay. Watch you this should. movie. It's you okay. Really should. Well, that it's okay. well, it's a, it's a different. Watching the director's cut is different because I it's three hours more editing time, and right. that's what we needed. I thought it was three hours more no. film. I was no. like, yeah, that this is, is a different a director's film. cut. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real director's cut. <laughs> no, I, if you, it's um, we, you know, we've had some success getting into festivals. Yeah. Um, Bare Bones uh, International Film and Music Festival, also where Ernie oh, Smith nice. showed yeah, yeah. Christine Crossroads. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. Um, so Justin and I have, have really developed a nice working relationship. Uh, he had his directorial debut recently with our Dazzler trailer. Oh yes, uh, yes, which that was, was very Comic-Con. fun. Thank you. I like that. We, uh, which was our '80s movie. So we did a '70s movie. 80s. Um, now we've done an 80s movie mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think in a lot of ways Coming Distractions has kind of that 90s horror vibe in a good mm. way not not Looks like I have to I imagine y'all are just taking my shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking I'm trying how are, tell me this how is it that they have yeah. a 90s horror movie going on and I'm I have a script for one and I can't get this bitch to get off the ground to save my life you know. Well, you just got you got. I mean, because your writing is very good. I'm sending you the email. Just you're getting you're getting you're getting my script. Yeah, um, you're, getting, you're in the loop now. <laughs> now you're in. Yeah, I'm gonna 
Put a gun to your head. <laughs> just, just. But I'll, hey, I'll penis is in the inbox. I'm gonna audition for this movie though, so I can wear a flannel shirt. I'm gonna wear, have a goatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be your, I'll be your '90s audition. There you go. <laughs> you could totally be our Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for Skeech Ulrich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> go Skeech. If I'm not Matthew Lillard, I quit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that. Um, yeah, and Ezra, of course, Ezra. Uh, produces or is a showrunner for issues. Yes. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, or just still current, concurrently, we've got some art films we're working on, mm-hmm. and that's something that uh, Dylan Trashant, who co-directs a lot of things with me, he co-directed the project Hot Potato. He actually co-directed Pathogen with me. Nice. Uh, we've got some art pieces we're working on. Kind of, it's 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 kind of a long, a bit of a long you know, piece and that really it's made up of different things we've made. So we've got something I released called the abyss, which was this weird art film about the moon going through, you know, traveling and, uh, you Damn, know, I just, I wish it was a short version of James Cameron's the abyss. Remake in 10 minutes. It's just, it's just 20, 30 seconds of Eddie Harris looking like he just shat himself. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> and Michael Bean just oh, walking around sweating. Geez. Which sounds more interesting than my and original of idea, the, the moon. the topless uh, CPR scene. You got to have that. Yeah. Love it. Love it. But uh, so there's a, there's a series of those we're developing. Some yeah. are funny. Some are serious. And the idea is to exhibit them at some point and, and just to put a full-on show where people can come like in. It like you have a very, like, <sighs> widespread verse. Like you can edit, you can direct, you can hold the camera, you can act, you can write, you can do well, all. I these wouldn't things. say I can act. I'm you not. You can't act. I I brought mu- it up in theater. That's I was why. a good stage actor. Oh. But on film, I don't like watching myself. Yeah. In fact, we did reshoots purposely. Actually, Ramsey, uh, mm-hmm. Ramsey Hanks, who I work with a lot, yes, who's my my favorite actor. Mm-hmm. Um, we, she actually we did some reshoots for Kokana. Mm-hmm. She replaced me because I was so bad. Oh, no. It was the ending, too, so we had to reshoot the whole ending. Um, oh, and it worked yeah. out well because she's great, and right. uh, it really, you know. Uh, but no, I'm not, I'm not a film actor. All right. That's cool. That's cool, cool. Well, do you want to, since you plugged your works, plug uh, where people can reach you if they want to use you? Uh, sure. Uh, actually, it's easy to find me. Just go to mm-hmm. mattbirchfield.com, and mm-hmm. my editing reel's there, my directing reel's there. That's what's um, you know, trailers and stuff for the previous works and all that. We can trailers you can find generally on my Vimeo page. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I keep it really simple because I find if if you show people more than two links, they get confused or yeah. true. Either they look at them all and yeah. they're, <laughs> and they're like, I just saw this. They look at them all, or they look, or they just they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I get you. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm easy to find. Uh, I answer all emails. I got. I'm trying to. I remember I got this email recently from someone in Cincinnati, a reporter who had seen something I did years ago. It was like, I have this script idea. And and uh, wow. it was terrible. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, it I, I feel bad. I feel bad for saying it's Ohio. All right, that's not my blood, but that's where our good friend it's Bob France is. No, I mean, you know, come on. I this feel bad true. for saying that. You know, um, yeah, that's fine. They won't listen. Yes, <laughs> I sound like a jerk now, but it was. <laughs> but okay, I've done. But, I mean, but in fairness, I've done terrible things. Yeah, people write bad. We all, all do the time. bad stuff. Yeah. I write them all the time. Yeah. But I, I, I did reply with more than that. I didn't just say this is terrible. I said, hey, uh, let's Work check this, this and this. And, uh, you know, he took the criticism really well. Bugs, yeah. and, and probably he'll... Hey, maybe he could come back. And just... He'll probably be a better writer than I am. Uh, right. So he'll be fine. <laughs> That's how it happens. 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, but fun. I want you to stick around because after this next break, and that's right, two breaks in this yeah, episode, uh, we're going to have some movie reviews. So we're going to see what Matt's seen recently and uh, see if Mofo's seen anything either. Sweet. Hey, I'm Nate. That's Matt. Hi. We're Matt and Nate Have Issues. That's right. And we are members of the Secret League of Podcasters. You can find us at secretpodcasters.com. Now, you'd think that we'd want to keep something like this a secret because it's in our name, but we don't. We want you to go to secretpodcasters.com and you're going to find five days of programming. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. New show every day. What's on Monday? Monday is your wrestling show. What's on Tuesday? That would be Zach's movie show. What's on Wednesday? Us. What's on Thursday? The Mr. Wonderful Show. What's on Friday? The bonus episode from your wrestling show. There you go. Whole week of programming. Go to secretpodcasters.com. You can find all the shows there. And they're in one place, ready to go every day of the week. And coming up February 20th, we've got the Comedy Smackdown. Yep, that's at FM in downtown Norfolk. And it's going to be a great time. If you're local, $10 at the door, you can pack the place out. We're going to have a live band, 12 comedians going at it, curling insults. It's going to be fine. The amount of entertainment for the dollar is ridiculous. Come, you're going to have fun. We're going to make sure you have fun. If you don't have fun, we're going to force fun upon you. Someone's going to throw you through a glass window of fun. Fun will be had. Secretpodcasters.com. Go check us out. Come see us February 20th. We love you. Long time. Welcome back. So. <laughs> All right, let's get into some movie reviews. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I am the host of the show, so f off. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. When your Running name is shit. on the title, yeah. f off. So I saw Ted Two um, over this past week, and um, I was looking forward to it. And to be honest, going into it because comedy sequels are hard. People give mm. a lot of crap to comedy sequels, mm. and yeah. um, I it's remember, tricky. Uh, yeah, it's very know. tricky. I think Twenty Two Jump Street kind of nailed the way and how to do it. To, yeah, that's different because mm-hmm. everybody goes a different path. Mm. Right. Well, this one did go on a different path. I will say this though. I th- I'm not going to say it's a better movie than Ted 1. I think Ted 1 probably had a more coherent, better plot. Uh, plot. Mm-hmm. But I had the same amount, if not more, dying laughs mm-hmm. than the first one. Yeah. I, I laughed from beginning to end of this film. And I didn't expect that to happen because I remember leaving one being like, holy crap, I just lost my mind. Yeah. And there are so many gags in this movie that I just... And then you did uh, um, Million Ways to Die in the West and you were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Million Ways to Die in the West had some less. Nothing right. that was like... <laughs> it was it was more so... <laughs> and I will say, Tattoo has a lot of moments where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> right. But you need but, You need to ebb and flow. But mm-hmm. I gotta say, there was six to eight times that I was nearly falling out of my chair. One, Were you in tears? Which, wow. Tears. Yeah. I mean, I had a napkin <laughs> a lot in the movie while watching yeah. it. Which could, which, he did, so everyone who was listening, he napkined his eyes, not, yes, not his crotch. Yeah. That's why you're a director. <laughs> right. Yes, I wish yeah. it was the crotch. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, but I just, I think this movie had, if you liked part one, if you liked part one, you will like this movie. Hmm. I think the reviews are very unfair to it. Well, Rotten Tomatoes right now it's like at a 45 where the first one's only at a 67 so Mm -hmm. it's not like the first one to reviewers eyes decent like 
margin, I guess. That's what I think. But I think ultimately, dude, this movie, for me going in being like, what are you going to do more? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think they did more, but I think they stayed on the right path where I could Mm -hmm. just watch part one and two back to back and think it's the same thing. Now, I will say the reason why the plot, um, I don't like that Mila Kunis isn't in it. And I don't like... Their explanation. Oh, yeah, that's right, because she became the. Uh, she's the wife. She was the, 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 the love interest, yeah. Yeah, she's the love Wahlberg interest of Mark Wahlberg, but she's not in this movie, and I don't like the explanation of why she's here. That's because she was filming Jupiter Ascending, and they couldn't yeah, pull Jupiter her away. Oh. She's like, there's no dogs, I'm not in. Yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is two years of my life. That's a steady sandwich. I don't get to have sex with Pluto? <laughs> yeah, right. right, exactly. So I say see it. If you like the first one, go to mm-hmm. theater to see it. If you're not a fan of Ted, I don't no reason to go see it. There's no. nothing that brings it. It has yeah. fabulous cameos. Yeah. Cameos all in it. Mm-hmm. That's worth it alone. Would you see, Matt? What, what recently have you seen? I just saw Inside Out last night. Inside oh, Out? Nice. Yes, I, I still need to go week. see it. How would you like it? I, uh, I thought it was excellent. Okay. I, I, I mean, as far as, it, it's great to see a, an original Pixar film. Right. Um, you know, it's in it's in that quality level of Wally and Up, which I think are, are two of their best. I think it's mm-hmm. it's not I, Wally's still my favorite. Really? Uh, it's so I mean, but that's high praise. It's just saying yeah. that something's not Citizen Kane. Right. It's like okay, yeah. um, it's excellent. Um, a lot going on there as far as thematic meaning. Yeah. Um, have, have you guys have seen that one? He's seen Inside Out. Yeah. I'm still trying so hard mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying very yeah. hard. I think it's what's interesting is that you're watching it and you think it's about a child grappling with her emotions. Right. But what right. struck me as I was watching it, I think it's even more about being a parent. Right. And accepting the change in your child that, okay, this Yeah, this, that's, a, that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't have kids or anything, but like, I've seen the movie and you, you look at the interaction, even though it's 90% contained within yeah. the main character that we see from the trailer and everything. But there's so much of the environment out around her, which obviously is going to affect your emotions, and that's really the struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I think it's it's more about being almost more about being a parent than it is being a kid. It's, mm-hmm. It was do really you, interesting. Do you think that's because, well, you are a parent, yeah. so like mm-hmm. you connect to those characters, you connect to what's going on. So, and especially right now with you know you have a high school. Yeah. Good. You no. have a fourth grader kid. So yeah. like it is that world. You're living emotion changes. <laughs> living in a world of emotions. I think I think it yeah. I mean but Pixar, I mean, when they're on when they're on they do it. It's it's everything is so deep and there's so much going on thematically and and uh, and I think this lives up to that, and, and it's doing well. Yeah, yeah it's doing. It's you know, still holding on. The was the the highest mm-hmm. opening of a non sequel. Yeah, ever right. I, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Plus, like it's still holding there with Jurassic World. Yeah, like yeah. this weekend it was number two, and it only dropped like forty five percent, which yeah. is yeah. stellar. Yeah, so. stellar. So good for that movie. Cool. Anything else? Uh, Nope. Can okay. we talk about that Daredevil? <laughs> no, just No, kidding. we are not going to talk that out! No! So ben Affleck, yeah, in 2003? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk that. <laughs> No, I was joking around. Once you beat Batman, we'll talk that on here. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. do that. Uh, you see anything? I saw Jurassic World 2D. Okay, how was mm-hmm. the 2D version? The 2D was, was very good. Okay. It works well. Um, okay. And then watching it the second time, 
it's always fun to pick up on different little the things. Little and like I picked up on the on the one little observation that the the younger kid makes. Mm-hmm. Like even from the beginning of the movie, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then it obviously plays into later, you know, in one of the big fight scenes. I don't want to give anything away, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. it's made like a billion dollars and everybody's seen everybody's it, but whatever. Did you see it? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, cool. But what we know Did you like it? I liked it. Okay. Well, friend of the okay. show, secretly a podcaster. The showstopper hasn't seen it. The voice. Oh yeah, he will never see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making it my mission. Yeah, never to see that movie. <laughs> Even when it comes out yeah. on DVD, I'll break every copy that he gets. <laughs> if he buys the digital, I'm gonna sledgehammer his Xbox. He'll never watch. Listen to me, Hood. You will never watch this movie. I will find it and I will kill it before you see it. Yeah. But um <laughs> you know that and just um Overall, like, and then I was also thinking about this. Okay. Uh, just a, a small little conversation oh, here. Here we go. Okay. Um, it made a billion, a billion dollars. It's in a billion. Plus. It's made 500 domestically. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we kind of have room leeway or whatever. For a sequel? For a sequel. Yes, yes we do. Um, they kind of set it up. Dr. Wu? You know, we could, we could go somewhere with it or whatever, you know, like... You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, how many times can you burn me on this thing? But I'm like, all of us right here, yes. right now, yeah. if there was this theme park, a Jurassic whatever world, universe, whatever you want to call it, where we could go see real dinosaurs, we would go mm-hmm. if yes. we could afford it. Oh, no, I've said that. Like, we've seen the movie. We know at some point it's going to get bad. I'll put it this way. It's going to get dangerous. I- you can't pull me off that boat. I'm going. Yeah. Well, you know? no, this is my thing. Earlier this year, just a couple yeah. of weeks ago, a few weeks, yeah. a little movie came out, San Andreas. It did. People still moving to California every day. I don't, I don't see know them why. Even. Yeah. But that's a, that, not that it's to that point. Right. But that's an idea that yeah. can happen. That's going to happen. Right. And nobody's exactly just yeah, yeah. dipping away. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, I, I, I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. if someone came out tomorrow being like, guess what? Maiden Island, dinosaurs, $500 for a three-day trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's bargain basement prices. What, is that a group of? <laughs> hey, you get a no <laughs> Well, the scary thing is, is, is you Therefore, know what's going to come out of that eventually. It's, there's going to be a black market for selling sexual. Selling. Right. Activities with the dinosaurs. Oh, oh, yes. Who doesn't want to? Yeah. Who doesn't want to fuck a raptor? <laughs> Let me look at look at that Diplodocus. <laughs> that Diplodocus was asking for it. Oh yeah, it was. It's got that. Horn. I just want to suck a triceratops. Yeah. I just want. I just want a doggy yeah. style on Ankylosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> that movie missed it's a great bad. opportunity, though. It's got real bad. So what? Many. Because what? they go back. And can I do a little spoiler? Yeah, yeah, sure. They go back to the old visitor center. Yeah, the old visitor center. Really yes. cool. How great would it have been if as the kids are walking in, there's a jump scare, mm-hmm. and out pumps fucking Samuel L. Jackson saying, where y'all motherfuckers been? And he has just one arm. And he's got, I survived. Y'all left me here. That's a good call. You have a good point there. Samuel L. Jackson could have lived that. What? Also, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a fu- well. Besides them missing my favorite joke, which they totally skipped on. What? My my cheeseburger. Oh, the joke, cheeseburger. Uh, but joke. you know, yeah. Um, I really, I feel like it. It just with um, Chris Pratt's character. Yes, yes, yes. yes at yes, the yes, end, yes, yes. and he's talking to a homegirl. Yeah. 
And it's like, uh, you know, so what are we doing now? You know, whatever. Yeah. And I really, I, I don't know why. Both times I've seen it, 2D, 3D, I want him to do the Smokey and the Bandit, go back to what we're doing, what we do best, show off. He should have done it. I don't know why. It's That's there. a weird it looks thing. Like around, I don't know. Let, that's a on. very specific, specific specific rewrite. Like that's what he wants. How yeah. much does that work into other facets of your life? Like, are you? Do you like, want to hear the cheese? Are you talking to a woman and you're like, "Look, I'm going to take you out. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have a good night. We're going to come back. I'm going to treat you like a lady. Mm-hmm. But at the end, if you don't do this fucking bit from Smokey and the Bandit, <laughs> we're done. You're not going to like what happens next. Yeah. You would hurt me when I'm angry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's really in depth. That's amazing. Yours is in depth. This is in depth. You want to hear the cheeseburger? I do want to hear the cheeseburger. All right, so this is the greatest. All right, remember the first one? They, uh, you know, into the raptor cage. They bring in that cow. Yeah. Okay. So the park's open at this point, right? They're yeah. giving people tours, whatever. You bring in the crane, another cow, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna feed the raptors. It's cool, right?" Like you see the cow go over. It's like, "Hey." Like, oh, yeah, the guy, you know, pulls back the crane. He's like, it's cheeseburger day. And then you see a wheel of cheese tied to the cow. <laughs> I was wondering if you were even going to get it out. I was wondering if you were even going to get the joke out. Oh, man, I wish we had video for this. It's a, it is a child's laugh. It, it's beautiful. It's cancer. I, 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 I would have been, I mean, that would have been a fine moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do not hate him. I mean, this is why he's a great deep. The, the idea of a wheel of cheese hanging from the midsection of a cow, if it's yeah. a nice Wisconsin cheddar, mm-hmm. and it's got type of that, that, that just that, that sheen to it. On that note, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you, Matt Birchfield, for coming on to our show. Thanks for having me, guys. Most.